Welcome to the Life Success and Legacy Podcast. We're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Uh, Thank you for joining us and coming back for another episode of the Life Success and Legacy Podcast. I'm Chris Bay, joined by a whole bucket of mics. I've got Mike Everett, (laughs) Mike Crawford, Mike Kwong. Hi, Mike. How's it going? Hey, hey. Good morning. Just trying to decide if you're the three amigos or the three stooges. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah. The jury is still out. I'm sure we've qualified for both. Yeah. <laughs> both. Good stuff. Well, um, as we've said before to our listeners, we love getting questions. Um, we love when people comment. And um, we thought we would spend a little bit of time today just briefly touching on a comment that was made on one of our previous podcasts. Um, A lot of people listened in on our interview with Haley David Schofer and um, what her experience has been with uh, Life Success Legacy and IBC and how she's utilizing her IBC system. And we had, I think it's a gentleman um, who commented And we really appreciate that, but then he pulled it off. And so we never got an opportunity to comment or share or dialogue with that. And so we thought Mike Crawford though, um, quick on the draw was able to grab the comment before it was pulled. And we thought we would use it as an opportunity to discuss and talk about because we love it when people bring different perspectives and questions and things to the discussion. Um, So, We'll jump into that. And I thought, first of all, I'll just, I've got it uh, here in front of me. I'll actually just read it so that the listeners can hear the context of it. And then we can just kind of make some comments on the, 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 um, the response that we would have made um, to these comments. So it says, um, in my humble researched opinion, Please contribute, and and I will say he's specifically speaking to Haley that we interviewed. His feedback is to Haley. He says, in my humble researched opinion, please contribute to your Roth 401k if employer offers that over a traditional 401k, and at a minimum, contribute enough for that company match. Keep your investments and insurance separate. Financial advisors generally push IBC whole life policies because the earned commissions are huge. I've examined this extensively and there are better options than IBC. (laughs) Do your own due diligence, but please talk to others besides those just offering IBC to get the full picture. You owe that to yourself, Haley. Best wishes. If your dad is hesitant, kudos to him. It is not too late to research and change your mind before you become too committed to this path. Talk to more advisors outside IBC, but who are knowledgeable about it. Take care. To the person that made the comment, I thank you for doing that. We love this kind of stuff. Um, and, and these, your comments, and um, they're usually phrased in questions, but your comments, if you turn them into a question, is exactly the kind of stuff that we deal with in our Q&As, in our boot camps. And honestly, a lot of the, these comments and questions are things that we personally, when we were researching IBC, we dealt with and researched and were skeptical about. I can say for myself specifically. So thank you for making these comments. Um, and next time, leave it in there so other people can can um, read, hear, think about those comments. We appreciate that. 
Okay, so let's let's jump into this. Um, one, love the the fact that this person's done their research, and they clearly are not necessarily a fan of IBC, which we're totally good with. We say IBC is not for everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, that is totally fine. Um, the first point in here is kind of the whole idea of contr contributions to retirement and matching um, contributions from employers. So let's open that up. I want to first say we do not, we intentionally do not advise on tax qualified plans. Mm -hmm. We do not do that. What we do is we educate globally. We talk about the different options and then people make their own decisions. It's their money. So let's talk about our, go ahead, Mike. I'm going to jump in and I want to address that question. You know, I know when I first started in IBC 2005, 2006, 2007, that would have been a question that ruffled my feathers really, really quickly. Mm -hmm. And so we are so thankful for people that will challenge what we are doing because what that does is that makes us dig in that makes us review again and again, are we doing the absolute best for our clients? We want to know that IBC is, is the avenue for each and every family. So, you know, we say this all the time that when, when we design a plan, it's not a cookie cutter approach. We're doing a specific plan for every single family and everybody's plan is different. So my, uh, my gratitude for this guy or whoever left the message is thank you from our team for the challenge of us to kind of get back in our brain, get between our ears and go, okay, wait a second here. Is IBC the right path? There's a, there's a sense with this, this writing, and I'm curious if the other, if you, the three mics, if you guys get this sense um, as well. To me, it is a feeling uh, this gentleman or person is taking it as an or option. You either do this or you do that. And we've talked about that mm -hmm. in various podcasts of how we see IBC as an and option, right? That's it's right. An and asset. So if you love whatever you're investing in, you know, for 401ks or um, Roths or whatever it is that you're doing, I have no problem with that. I mean, I do my income snowball and that's invested in some <laughs> mutual funds and things like that. But I use my IBC system as my line of credit. That is my foundation. That is from which everything that I do comes from that foundation of IBC because I get to control my own bank banking. So I'm just... Go ahead, Mike. I think for me, it would be the, one of the comments you made about whole life that I feel um, is a little uneducated is the idea of like insurance agents taking the commission. Now, you know, he said a lot of people <laughs> will write life policies because they get paid a larger commission. And, you know, we've talked ad nauseum about how we get paid and how we actually are reducing the commissions um, by upwards of 60% in an effort to allow the client to have access to the cash value immediately. That's actually the sort of the, you know, how the sausage is made on IBC, right? Like that's mm -hmm. the behind the scenes. There's, there's a trick to how the policies are designed that make it efficient for not only policy 
cash growth, but death benefit and make it that and asset that you were just referring to. Um, and I think, you know, people who are traditional advisors who dabble in infinite banking probably don't think of it in the same terms as people like, you know, the Life Success Legacy team, because we look at it from Nelson Nash's perspective and how he taught the principles behind infinite banking versus looking at it from a zeros and ones perspective, you know, um, as a pure financial investment, you know what I mean? And so on the other hand of that statement, I would agree to keep your investments and your IBC separate. I mean, they're not the same things. There were several pieces there that we we actually agreed with the person's mm -hmm. comments. They, they said, contribute to your Roth 401k compared to a traditional 401k. We agree. If your option is a Roth or a traditional, we prefer the Roth because you already know you're already dealing with the taxes up front, just like we do with IBC. Mm -hmm. Our whole thing is when, at least from my perspective, when I look at the, the attributes of a Roth and the attributes of IBC, I prefer the attributes of IBC. Then if I want to go invest in the stuff that the Roth is investing in, I still can go do that. But I'm getting right. the multiple uses of my dollars over here in my IBC as my foundation first. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on a little bit of, uh, I'm going to go back a minute because that's really where my head goes. You know, when I started reading this crazy book <laughs> in 05, 06, I was 50 years old and I'm given, I'm given some, this is a real life experience situation. I had done all of the above 401k. I had IRAs. I had mutual funds and I had a stock account. I had all four of those things, but yet I was still un in debt up to right around here. Well, let's say down here. So it doesn't make me look totally foolish. And uh, all of a sudden I started to learn about IBC and keep in mind, it was such a gigantic paradigm shift in my brain. It took literally two plus years for me to fully put everything that Nelson was saying in his 92 page book into practice so keep in mind there were early days that i wasn't utilizing my system correctly so you go back to the average client is spending let's just say between 20 and 35 percent over their lifetime in interest well what if we could get that 20 to 30 35 percent of interest that they're sending out the door back home. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden I got to the start of year three and I'm telling you what, somebody went over and hit the RIA stats and all of the lights came on in my head and I go, oh my gosh, there's a reason why I quit contributing to my 401k, my IRAs, mutual funds, and I cashed out my stock account. Now, that's me personally. I am not a registered representative, but yet everything switched. All of a sudden, we paid off two vehicles. We paid off a bucket of credit card debt, and we paid off a home equity line of credit. This was to the tune 
of $5,000 a month going out the door. Now, wait a second here. If you've got a one-use dollar going out the door, and all of a sudden you pay it off, but you've still got this cash flow that's coming in every month, can you utilize that $5,000 to then build your IBC system? And then wait, I pay my premiums, I take a policy loan and I pay off additional debt. Mm -hmm. That's just two uses. That's not even taken into consideration the compounding growth and the fact that if I, I'm dead, my family, my family hits the lottery. So mm -hmm. that's just background thinking about some of the, this is basic 101 IBC. That's all that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I just want to add again, you know, we mentioned it about being, you know, an and asset. I mean, it, for me, we're right in the middle of it now. I mean, we just <laughs> closed um, uh, earlier this month on, uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, on the a, and asset. On another house uh, that's an Airbnb and it's a short-term rental. And absolutely, we leveraged our policies and the cash values, you know, to, to large, you know, benefit that in a way that had my money been stuck in a, you know, qualified plan, I couldn't, I couldn't access, I couldn't, you know, leverage. So it really gave mm. our dollars a, a real life example of another life that it could be productive in, you know? Wow. So. So the, the comment was though about the company match and, and that was one of the comments and, and that really is one that a lot of people um, get, get stuck with. on. Yeah. And from my perspective, um, and I've shared this before, but I'll share it again, you know, back before I knew about IBC and I was in the school district as a principal, this is back in 2007, 2008. And I had personally, as well as teachers who were throwing money into their 403Bs, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, whether those dollars are a match or your own dollars or some combination of them all, they're all at risk. And so we had people who, and people say, oh, you know, the market's always going to come back. <laughs> Timing is important. Is. I had a teacher who, fourth grade teacher who was ready to, who had already told me she was retiring at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And then when the market dropped, like it did, whether those were her contributions or matches or some combination, she lost a huge percent of that money and was not able to retire. Mm -hmm. Okay. And her husband was in education too, and he had the same strategy. So neither one of them were able to retire. So is a match great? Can be. Yeah. But if you lose it in the market, it doesn't really matter whether it was a match or not, in my <laughs> opinion, again. And it also doesn't matter that the market would come back because the timing, as you said, it, it's, you know, those have to line up, right? You know, for it to sort of be the perfect storm. And that happens, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of stories just like your um, example there, Chris, that um, people are dealing with on a yearly basis. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit on something that we, we get questions on occasionally, rates of return. Mm -hmm. Everybody's kind of stuck on rates of return and you know, along with that interest rates. So I'm going to use an example that I used with a client just recently. So let's say we have $100,000 and we make 100% on it. Goes to 200,000. But we lose 50% the next year and it goes back to 100,000. So after that 24 months, 
we are no further ahead, but yet the industry says that we made 25% on that money. Average rate of return. Yep. And I'm going actual rate. Yeah. And and I hate to say it, but, but it's an absolute lie. Mm -hmm. So it goes along with the thought process that I share at, at the webinars. Everything we learned about money and banking was based on a lie and deception. And that's part of the, uh, the stake on a string that people buy into when they're running after that stuff. I know I took a fairly aggressive uh, pathway there, and I apologize to anybody that I've offended, kind of. And uh, <laughs> But yet, you know, we as a team, we take this whole infinite banking thing super serious. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. We have dedicated our lives to to study, to seminars, to boot camps, to think tanks, to better our knowledge, to be able to share, educate, and help our clients create the kind of life that they always thought was possible. Yeah. Yeah. And we're clients as well. We're always looking for the best options for ourselves and for our own families and within our chat groups, you know, that we have and people are constantly bringing up new information and we're checking it out and we're proofing it and all those things. And this person who had, who had suggested this um, said that there are better options than IBC and in our mm. response to this person, which we never got to post it, but in our response was, if you have found something that you find is better, would you be willing to meet with us? Would you be willing to meet with one of our coaches so that Should we I? can learn what you found that is better? Because you didn't comment here what it was. We'd love to know what that is and do our due diligence for ourselves as well as our clients. Um, again, we weren't able to do that because the comment got pulled. So this person, if, if you happen to listen to this or you watch the YouTube, which is where you originally commented, please, this is an offer. We would love to have a conversation with you and learn about what your research has shown. Um, absolutely. Okay. Uh, to the three mics, any other comments or thoughts uh, regarding this, the comment that was made on this YouTube? I just want to add a funny metaphor, you know, that came to mind when we talk about chasing rates. Um, it's like, great, you got a, you know, 3% better or 4% better rate than what I have. It's like upgrading, you know, from your stool to a lounge chair, but forgetting the fact that you're on the Titanic. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying, you know, not all things, you know, are created equal. And sometimes when you you use a metric that is so kind of, focused on one aspect of it you forget you know the forest for the trees yeah yeah that's a really good yeah yeah i i again i'm a safety guy i like security and that is one of the things about ibc again if i want to go do some higher risk things i certainly can but i love the fact that my foundation is guaranteed by contract not at risk in the market I do not have to worry about the future for my family. Yep. That to me is, that is rock solid. I love that. See, that it. possibly might go to, oh, think long-term. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and I get back Absolutely. to those, uh, I, I get back to the five principles every single day because they are foundational to what we do. Absolutely. 
To our listeners, thank you for joining us. Um, again, we love the comments, even if they're not all rah-rah for IBC, please post. Um, it gives us information to talk about for our podcast, if nothing else, <laughs> right? Yeah. So thank you for joining us to the three mics. Guys, thanks for your input, um, your insights, always good stuff. Please check us out at lifesuccesslegacy.com. Um, we have lots of resources there for you and your different learning styles, lots of different books to check out. Um, and we'll look forward to uh, joining you in our next episode at the Life Success Legacy Podcast. 